Blog Talk Radio. everyone to the Christie's Infinite Love Talk Radio here on Blog Talk. We are excited to be back and conversate with you. And guess what? You can join us anytime by calling us at 347-215-8305 or by joining our chat room anytime. Yes, that is right, babe. It is always a pleasure to conversate with you, obviously, and also our listeners. Yep, and we hope that everyone had a Merry Christmas, and we hope that you all have a Happy New Year. And, you know, speaking of New Year's, 2007, it's been a good year in some ways and not so good in others. Wouldn't you say, honey? Yes, I would. And with only two days left, that's 48 hours in this new year or in this year of 2007, starting our countdown of 2007, we will begin our news with five big stories. Some are good, like my wife said, and some are not so great. So number one, babe, Let's talk about Barack Obama running for president. He is the first African-American president. Well, I won't say he is. He could be the first African-American president. Is it possible? I I think so, definitely, but um, I'm a little concerned and worried. I don't know if um, some of the things that's happened prior in the United States is an indication, but I do think he's ready, Um, but I, I haven't really pinned it down yet on who I think would make us a good president. I've been listening to all of the different um, debates and, you know, following all of their stories, and I'm just still listening. So I'm a little undecided. Honey, I I know you don't want to expose who you think should make it right (laughs) now, but, you know, I do think that it's great that he is running, and I'm glad to see Oprah Winfrey behind him. But I like Hillary Clinton and what she's saying, and um, Mayor Giuliano, or ex-Mayor Giuliano, I like what he's saying. And there's so many different people, and, you know, this is the time when a lot of the dirty laundry gets exposed. So... I'm just waiting to see what kind of, you know, dirty little secrets come out, and hopefully there won't be any, and, you know, we can kind of pick a good president for the United States and, you know, um, move forward. Yeah, you, you know it's always going to be dirty laundry, but I will say this, that it, it it's a turning point and a positive because you have your first lady running for president, and it's a possibility for the first African-American president. So that that is a positive 2007. I think we can make an earmark on that one. Definitely. And I would say, going on to pick number two, it would be the story about Michael Vick and his unfortunate situation. And you know those legal woes, you know our hearts go out to Michael, and hopefully he can get that together because I, I just pray that it all works out for him in the end. I know what he done was a mistake, and I think he's remorseful of it, and he realizes it too. And I just hope the world can forgive him, and he can put it behind him. And, you know, those four pets that, you know, passed away in the process, I, you know, God rest their souls. No question. Like I always say when we talk about that situation, I like Michael Vick, but I love dogs. So I have a, I have a big problem. But I, I, I truly hope that when his sentence is up, that they, and I, I'm speaking of football, sports, of uh, fans and everybody, give him an opportunity because people make mistakes. This is a huge mistake, no question. But at the same time, I truly hope that they give him a, a, a pass and let him back out on the football field because he is a tremendous, tremendous talent, no yeah, question about it. And would you say, honey, he was like one of the best in the league coming up? Or what was they saying about that? Well, I, I would say no question that he was probably – 
the premier player in the NFL. I mean, you have a lot of guys who are, you got LaDainian Thomason in San Diego. You got a lot of guys who are fantastic, but you got, when you got the quarterback who has the ball, you know, 90% of the time, and he is the main man. He can run the ball. He can throw the ball. He's uh, charismatic as far as, you know, his looks and how he's talking. And he was a, uh, for advertisement, he was a magnet. I mean, Nike had, I think, $200 million in him. So it, in a lot of ways, yeah. it was a, a crash and burn type of situation. And it was it was really, really unfortunate, I will say that. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, we'll close that out and close out 2007 with our prayers going out to Michael Vick and his situation, and hopefully everything will turn out good for him. You know, that's just a sad thing. And moving on to number three, we'll talk about Halle Berry and the fact that she is expecting in 2007, she, her announcement was made, she is expecting in 2008. So that's something for us to be looking forward to. I know she's 40, 41 now, and, you know, it's a good time to be having her first child. And Boy or girl? Um, I think they said she was buying boys' clothes. So, ah, you know, that's okay. just following the tabloids. You know, I like reading my tabloids. So, you know, I'm not sure what it'll be yet. It probably might be twins because they said she's kind of big, you know, for her first baby. So Uh-oh. it's that's good, and, and, you know, that's great. And I pray that she has a healthy and happy baby. You know, she has diabetes. So, oh, you know, yeah. they said that that's really, you know, hard for um, new mothers. But mm-hmm. she's eating right, and Halle Berry really takes care of herself from what I read. So, mm-hmm. you know, our prayers go out to her to have a healthy baby. Yeah, no question. I, I think that that you know, obviously, us having children, you know, a child can bring so much to your life. So, uh, hats off to you in 2008. Hope that your child, first and foremost, is healthy. Period. Mm-hmm. If you, if you're healthy, you you're winning. And I will say, let's let's go to Will Smith to have the number one movie in the country. Awesome. I am legend. That is something else. Yeah, we still have yet to go see it and we want to see it in 2007, you know, so we can say we saw it when it came out, not <laughs> 2008 on DVD. But of course it will still be good to see it. Um, in 2008, I hear it's a great movie and, you know, our hats go off to Will Smith. I know he said something recently and got the, um, you know, a lot of people pretty upset because he said Hitler was doing what he thought was good, but it was taken out of context. Uh. So I want our listeners to know that he did come back and you that and say that it was just taken out of context he did not mean it that way he was saying although it was a twisted and very bad way of thinking right. he woke up one morning and done what he thought was good is what he was trying to say but of course some people in the media took yeah. the fact that all i'm going to take is that part of that quote that says he thought it was good yeah. and they are really trying to tear this man down so hopefully everybody will understand that will smith did not mean what he said and you can find that on AOL.com or CNN, and it's everywhere, so you can go and research further on that, but that's our fourth um, pick. Yeah, he, he's a he's a true superstar, I will say that, as far as you, you look at people in the movies. I mean, he, you can tell that he takes his role seriously. Uh, I, I just I love the man as an actor. So coming from hip-hop and rap music to crossing over to television and then ultimately on to movies and really doing it the way that he's done it, you just got to just applaud him because I think he's fantastic and he's at the top of the box offices again. So let's support him, y'all. Let's support him. And then we'll go into another um, very somber topic, and, and that is Shaquille and Shawnee O'Neal mm-hmm. and the fact that they split. Um, they were kind of like our model couple second to us because they, you know, they had a lot of kids and they, they were making it through the NBA. You know, there's a lot of stories and stuff being written about them, but it just seemed like they always had a united front when there was – 
you know, any kind of um, displays of their family. And we thought that was cool. You know, Shaquille being such a big superstar and having his wife and family behind him, we thought was really great. So it's sad that they didn't make it and they were announcing their split in 2007. But, you know, we wish them all the best. And they are a beautiful couple and our hearts go out to them. So hopefully um, in 2008 they can uh, come together and, and still be good friends. Yeah. And um, we'll go right into our picks for the top things that happened in 2007. Yeah, I would say top things. That That is something else because I'm going to start with Kobe Bryant being the youngest player in NBA history to reach 20,000 points. Is that a lot of That's a whole lot of points. I'm right on the cusp of 10,000, so he doubled me that quick. That I mean, he's putting in points hand over fist. I, I do think I'll have to say that LeBron James will break that record, but I, at the same time, I think we're going to see much, much more great things coming from Kobe Bryant because you look at him, and I, I'm starting now to kind of, you can see the comparison to how Michael Jordan learned and how Kobe's learning from Phil Jackson that the team is everything. And once Michael took that and he ran with it, he was the great player on the team that would close the games out and all that stuff, but he, he relied on his teammates, and that's ultimately what made him so great and won all the championships. Now you look at the Lakers, and I think that you're seeing a little bit of that. I think you're seeing Kobe defer to his teammates a lot, and then when the game's on the line, it's time for him to step up, and that's what he does, and they're just playing fantastic. I think that they are probably, you know, without the Portland Tra- with the Portland Trailblazers, probably one of the sleepers in the NBA that could go far in the playoffs, no question. Wow, and do you think that maybe you, were, you said you were reaching almost 10,000 points and you were in there twice as long or, you know, way longer than him. But that's also, he shoots a lot. He, oh, well, you know, yeah, He's the no guy question. that they go yeah. shoot the ball all the time. So if they gave it to you and you was able to shoot, then, of course, you would have surpassed that a long time ago. Yeah, I probably could have stacked up some points. But you, you can, when a guy scores 81 in a game, you got to, hey, shimmy Christmas. <laughs> that was one game. But look at this. Our next pick is our first book came out in 2007, Everybody, No Ordinary Love. came out June 1st, and we are very honored and happy to have that as one of um, the five top things that happened in 2007 for us. So that's a personal um, achievement and goal, Rich, and uh, we plan to have many more. Um, in 2008, you'll be getting a book from my husband. Um, it's going to be called The Big Comeback. You'll be getting a book from myself called She Diva and from our youngest daughter, um, and it will be called I Want to Live. So expect three books out. So we're going to be pretty busy coming up, but, you know, we always make it happen, and we always have Tyrone helping us. <laughs> so he will also hopefully, we're, we haven't told him yet, but we're going to publish a book for him, but we're trying to figure out on what topic because he's so well-rounded, you know. So. It's going to be called <laughs> Being on Time when Time is Involved. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, you know, we just want to say that um, 2002, or 2007's second pick was our book coming out. And then we'll jump into number three, and that's the super plane, everybody. It Ooh. made its debut in 07, and all I know is they said it's the biggest thing ever. It's like a building size, <laughs> and it flies lots of people, and I don't want to get on it. You don't want to ride? No, not for what? 10 years. I want it to be well-seasoned, broken in, oh, mistakes made a couple times. It done did its dips and turns and twists. Oh, I'm a little man. nervous when it comes to flying. So I heard like <laughs> 800 people. On the I know that's ridiculous. Oh my God, two hundred is a lot, but eight hundred. Eight hundred? They got you in there either like <laughs> sardines, or it's so much room that everybody can just <laughs> lay out. Eight hundred? Well, that's they said ridiculous. it has like a mini restaurant. You can go and eat there. I don't think so. I think everybody needs to what sit happens? down. Okay, and what be ha- still. tell me what happens when you're sitting down <laughs> eating? Do they put you in seats to have seat belts? 
So while you're at the table eating? No, you just get up. Like on the team planes, you know, when you guys would be flying, everybody's up just walking around. They no, land in the plane, and no, folks are standing no. up, laughing, feet all up on the side of the rail. I'm thinking, Lord Jesus, this was a commercial airline, and we'd all go to jail because they would have a pit. You know, they'd be like, sit down. Yeah. But well, on their was, plane, they could get up, you guys. Oh, no, I, I don't think on that big plane, if they're eating dinner and shopping <laughs> and all that, what do you do? Do they got seatbelts on the floor in certain locations? You just sit your butt Does the down. waiters and waitresses, are they anchored down? You know, I don't know. But, yeah, the super plane, you guys, it made its debut in 2007, and that was a big deal. What about this one? What about the Apple iPhone? Now, this one caused huge stirs and seriously long lines, and you know because you was out there. Tell well, me about it. actually, I went out there. I'm going to be honest, you guys, and I couldn't make it in the first line. It was just too many people. I get irritated with a lot of people standing in line, agitated. So I came home, and I employed our daughter to go <laughs> with my sister, and they went at 4 o'clock in the morning to go and get uh, the Apple iPhone, and we got it, and then we started reading the um, warnings, and we decided that we weren't going to keep it. But it was a great uh, phone to have for, what was that, three days? Yeah, no question. Three days. And I have to say hats off to Steve Jobs, who's running Apple. Uh, yes. He did it again. I he mean, he, he blew it up again, and he had everybody salvating. And I'm sure that by now they probably worked the bugs out. So, wow, that, that's big, big news right there for 2007. <laughs> And then tell me this, babe. Now, this is something that, that I read and I heard, and you might know about this. The lottery for mm-hmm. our last one in 2007, the lottery, the biggest ever winner, 3.1. Now, listen to this, y'all. Not million. 3.1 billion. Was that in Europe or something? What, what was that? Uh, I'm not sure where it was. All I seen on the news was 3.1 billion, and I about freaked out. So Damn. I turned the channel immediately because I don't want to see that. I mean, that's a lot of money. Billion. No, actually, I think it was in Europe, so it, it might was. have been euros, but I don't know. Whatever it was, it's a hey, lot. What, 3.1 billion in uh, pesos is big. It doesn't matter the mark, the yen, yes, whatever. So that is our fifth pick for big stories that happened in 2007. And then we're going to move on down, and we have five things that happen. And you want to talk about those? Yeah, that would be the the five top newsmakers in 2007. And number one, I have to give number one to Chantel Christie. Yes, I will. And number one, our daughter Chantel, and her being named National Youth Ambassador for HIV and AIDS. And we are very, very, very proud. Yeah, I would have to say that that was just awesome to sit there and watch her to be granted and to mm-hmm. have legislation and people there supporting her that way. It was it was big. It was touching to me because I'm like, this is our little baby, and look at her now. She's big, and she was up there. It just made me super ultra proud, and I know it did the same for you. And I have another secret to tell all of you guys. I'm going to announce it today. Um, it hasn't came out and became official but she will be the National Youth Ambassador for the United States on HIV and AIDS, which is huge. And Betty Jones, her mentor in Washington, D.C., that handles all of our foundations and charity work, illustrated that to happen, and it's just really, really, really great news. And Shani's honored to accept that. So pretty soon we'll be having her back on to interview her about her new role as being the United States HIV um, and AIDS Youth Ambassador. And then we'll move on um, to number two. Our second pick is Brad Pitt. 
and his great work with New Orleans and the fact that he is building or you know, trying to orchestrate the homes being built. He wants to build 150 for his initial push, and we think that's great that he hasn't forgotten about what happened to the Katrina victims, and he's putting a lot of time and effort in down there. I know he's looking for donations for people to help out to adopt a home, but, you know, you got to have $150,000, but he did say anything you can donate or adopt is great. If it's a couch, if it's, you know, whatever. So we want to say congratulations to Brad Pitt and his great work in New Orleans. And then we'll move on to number three, and that would be Queen Latifah, one of my husband's favorite artists. Um, her songs back from when she was doing all of her stuff in New York and when she first came out to her doing movies now, we really love the Queen Latifah. And she's being named, or she has been named, excuse me, the spokesperson for Jenny Craig and how inspiring that must be because, you know, one thing that Queen Latifah did state when she got named um, as that new spokesperson is, so I'm not on this to lose weight. I'm on this to make lifestyle changes. And I thought, wow, that's that's real inspirational. That's big time because a lot of the celebrities always talk about how they're going to, you know, go and get the best trainers and the best person and the best this in Hollywood. And the average person, they can't afford it for one. They're not there for two. They don't know how to begin a program like that for three. So a lot of times they're misled and they feel, home, you know, helpless. So by her going and saying it's not to lose the weight, it's more to make the lifestyle changes. And if I lose the weight, that's great. I I think that's a great honor for her to say that, and I'm I'm inspired. Yeah, I think just obviously being healthy is fantastic, and I'm sure that she's paved the way for a lot of other people to follow behind that and understand that, okay, hey, it's not all about weight. Some of it is about lifestyle changes. That's fantastic. Number four, babe, on this list is a, is a little bit of a somber one, but then at the same time it's very powerful, and that is Steve Irwin. And, you know, obviously everyone knows Steve Irwin and how great he was and his contributions to the animal and wildlife from his shows on television. Uh, in this area, he has helped so much to teach us about so that everyone could learn about animals and you would see him on TV with everything from alligators to snakes to all of that type of stuff. And now his uh, young daughter, Bendy, is carrying on where he left off. And I think that's so fantastic, honey. I mean, I can't say, you guys, how many times me and my husband on a Saturday or Sunday or any time during the week, if it happened to be on, we click through the channels and see it. And we always stopped on that channel and watched it from beginning to end. Or if it was in the midway through, we always ended watching that show because it was so interesting to see. You know, we'd be amazed. Doug would be sitting there saying, how can he put his head in the alligator's mouth? (laughs) And stuff like that, but he was showing that animals, you know, if you really have a relationship with them, you can do all this stuff. And it was just fascinating and interesting, and we were very devastated when the stingray took his life. But we want to say, you know, our hats are off to Steve Irwin and his daughter, Bindi. She has a clothing line out now. Everybody support that. She just seems like just an articulate and wonderful little girl, and it hurts my heart that she won't have her dad in her life, but she has him in spirit. So we'll move on to number five, and that's the little girl. I'm not sure of her name. We tried to locate her name, but I think they kind of held it out, hold it out of the media um, for her privacy, but she jumped in front of a gun. Someone was robbing her mom, and she jumped in front of that robber and took six bullets. Wow. She did survive. And she was in the hospital for a long time, but they are calling her a hero. So we want to say you definitely are our hero. We think that's a wonderful thing that you've done and very brave to try to protect your mommy, and she was only six years old. Wow, that's not, she's not a hero. She's an angel. That's, that's right. what you call her. My right. God, six bullets and saved her mom's life, and she still lived. That's 
that's a blessing right there, 2007. Mm-hmm. Thank you for, for bringing her and helping her to uh, help her mother, no question. Mm-hmm. And rounding out 2007, we just want to say we had a blast, truly. I know you did, babe, and I did. And we are ready, oh. willing, and able to welcome on 2008. That's a right, everybody. And guess what? What, 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 what? Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I always ask you guys. That Basketball is my favorite sport. Guess they what? like the way it I jump up high. and down the court. And you know what time it is. It's for us to welcome in the Wizzle. Hey, I want to say this, Wizzle. Did you have a good Christmas and was Santa kind to you, man? I had a, I had a, a great Christmas. I, mean, I, I hope that everyone out there had a good Christmas as well. And maybe even a better Christmas than you thought you would anticipate. But I definitely enjoyed mine and I enjoy the, the aspect that it's for the kids. So, you know, when I give something for me, it's a perk. Yeah. <laughs> well, first off, Wizzle, let's talk a little NFL football. Let me hear. I will say that last week the Wizzle was 10-6 and six for an overall record of 32-17, and 17, and that is beautiful. Let me hear what you got this week. Well, let me tell you, for starters, if you don't know, if you're not a real football fan... There is a Saturday night game on right now, and the Giants have the ball on the move right now as we speak in the first simulcast in NFL history. The Giants are challenging the call right now, but anyhow, the game has just started, and they got the ball on the move. Let's get it going. With this game, I think that the Patriots will come up on the positive side of things and will complete their perfect regular season it really looks tough right now the giants are really fired up but i look for the patriots to take the air out of their sails seattle travels to atlanta tomorrow to take on the falcons i look for the hawks to take this one 17 14 if you're a betting man seattle is a one and a half point underdog hmm new orleans travels travels to chicago to take on those bears the Bears have been playing really well lately. I've looked for the Bears to come up victorious in this one, 24-21. The Bengals travel to Miami to take on the Dolphins. The Bengals will come up on the positive side of this one, 24-13. Detroit travels to Green Bay to take on that pack. Brett Favre back home, you need it. You guys have been looking awful the past couple weeks. But I look for them to get sharp and try to get some momentum started for this playoff run. We look for the pack to come up 35-27. Jacksonville, the Jags, travel to Houston to take on the Texans. Jacksonville will come up on the positive side of this one, 24-20. I say 20 because the Texans are for real team. We'll be looking for those guys to make some noise next year. But we look for Jacksonville to continue to fly under that radar. Fred Taylor, Carolina, travels to Tampa Bay to take on the Bucks. I look for Carolina to upset Tampa Bay in this one, 14-10. Steve Smith, the Panthers, will go out with a bang. I guarantee that one. Buffalo at Philly to take on the Eagles. We look for the Eagles to take this one, 27-13, and for McNabb to continue to find his drives after injury. San Francisco travels to Cleveland to take on the Browns. San Francisco has been playing well of late, and I think this will be a shootout. But I look for Cleveland to come up on the positive side, 28-27. Pittsburgh travels to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. 
Pittsburgh will come up on the positive side. 31-10. I believe that Baltimore has all but given up on their coach, Billick. San Diego at Oakland. San Diego comes up big, 28-10. Dallas at Washington. Upset. Upset. Stinker, if you're listening, upset. We look for Dallas to get 14 points, and the Redskins to come up with 17. Can you feel the upset, y'all? The Redskins have been playing exceptional football as of late. St. Louis travels to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. St. Louis will get this one, 28-24. Close contest. Minnesota at Denver. The Vikings, y'all. Mr. Peterson will run over those guys and look for 200-yard game. Tennessee at Indy to take on those Colts. Indoor Stadium, upset, upset. The stud is here. The Colts will lose their regular season game on a salary note, I'll say. But, hey, at least Mr. Bob Sanders will be happy with his new $35 million extension, hey. Mm. And that is this week's picks. Hope you enjoy. I hear you, Ben. I hear you. I will say that the perfect season, I think I will have to agree with you, the Patriots will handle that one tonight. But, you know, 2007 in sports, uh, Wizzle, I think was fantastic. There was, you know, some years I will say that there was so much positivity, and then this year I will say was a little laced with both. First off, let's talk Barry Bonds, the home run king. What do you think okay. about Barry? Well, that's a, it's, a, it's an unfortunate situation. Um, I think that whatever you do doesn't enhance. I mean, you know, hey, we can – if everybody drinks a soda, not everybody gets the jitters the same way. So if we, you know, if I run and I'm faster than you, I'm faster than you anyway. I don't know that. I I kind of have got a different opinion on the whole thing. But the biggest fiasco is that the fact that baseball knew what was going down and didn't clean up their game. And now their their game is a you know the game is a mockery right now. Everything that's going on and they're pulling up things from ten years ago, and it's important now. No question. So, I don't know. I will agree with you. Six point one billion is the number that was thrown out in gate and attendance and apparel for the uh, for Major League Baseball. So they may have turned a cheek, and I, I, that leads us right into the fact that obviously we won't forget that the Red Sox they were champs last year. We have to give props to the Red Sox, two thousand and seven champs. No but doubt. Steroids in sports. I think my opinion is that the people are so hungry to be number one that the athlete will do anything these days to, to try to stay there. He has that pressure on him. What do you think? Well, D, is it the pressure of the competitors feeling the pressure to be number one, or is it the pressure of management and the owners to feel and put a, a successful product out there at any cost? Isn't that what good business is at, at, at any cost? Yeah, I will have to agree with you on that one. So you're saying that you're getting pressure from both sides, not only the, the individual one to be number one, but the team, the ownership, and everyone pushing number one. So, hey, anything goes. Well, I'm saying as a, as a working guy, you're, you know, a, 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 a player is an employee, and, I, hey, I'm trying, to get my, I'm trying to get my salary and trying to get, you know, bonuses. I'd like a raise and the same things that the common working man would like. The owners are on a different level with the money, and I couldn't even begin to start putting uh, uh, beverage deals together and parking deals with cities and 
cable deals and all these different things that they got going. So, I mean, if we can get a team that's successful, it kind of will wash everything underneath the, the rug, kind of. So. Yeah, that's that's scary. We're gonna have uh, the Mitchell report. I think gave 89 players. So we're gonna have to in 2008 keep our eye on what happens with that whole thing. But we're going to the NBA and the fact that San Antonio Spurs. We we gotta take our hats off to them. They're 2007 champions and and arguably I would say the team of the decade. What do you think about that? Well, I think they uh, exemplify what team means what teamwork means uh they got a, a great coach in popovich they got a, a coach that is, has a system installed everybody i hope you're listening to this coaches you can't just get a good coach he, he's a good coach because he has a system he has a a, ga- a plan that i got to get everybody to buy into and everybody who doesn't fit in will have to ship out so those type of old school coaches uh coupled with with good heady players who are smart and you and you got a good team. You got good guys who like to hang out with each other, and and there you are. You got a good team. It's it's easy. It's an easy thing when you're a good team. Yeah, you're right about that. What about the Boston Big Three? I, I'm looking at them, and I'm seeing a lot of positives. I'm seeing the fact that they're sharing the ball, they're moving it around, but it's also good that I would say Danny Ainge brought some uh, hope back to that whole Boston area as far as basketball goes. Well, uh, Boston is definitely on the map now. Uh, I know they're enjoying it out there. I mean, uh, you would never think that Boston would be, you know, the place to be, but it's hot right now. I mean, you know, you you look on the court and you see, you know, uh, uh, what you see is what you wouldn't believe what goes down in Boston. So it's all good. I still think that Mr. Christie could help them out. So if they they happen to be listening, they they really need to go on and make that phone call. Oh no, no. Oh, uh, Mr. Christie, I just heard that the, I just heard that the uh, the Spurs had a. I think there's a. uh, You would fit in beautifully with the Spurs. So hey, if anybody in San Antonio is listening, (laughs) you guys could use a a stopper. And man, the guy looks good too. So it wouldn't hurt. Hey, That's I, right. I love you guys. You guys are great. Listen to this. Let, let's talk uh, referee scandal. We would be remiss not to talk basketball and oh, not yeah. to bring up the referee scandal. 2007, I think, blew the doors off because all of a sudden it brought back memories that, hey, were you cheating? <laughs> Most definitely. And what happened to that guy that they caught and actually admitted to doing it, you guys? He's undercover somewhere oh, right now. in the witness protection program. But we didn't say that because it wasn't the mafia was involved. Right? <laughs> okay, we didn't say that. <laughs> what do you think about the ref scandal, Wizzle? Well, I just, I mean, again, it, that ties in what we were talking about earlier with uh, the whole thing of pressures to 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 succeed. I mean, and if it's individually, I mean, again, you're a small you're a small fish in this big business, and you're trying to get your little something too. I'm not saying, hey, I'm not giving anybody the advice to to be a certain way, and obviously that's the wrong way to be, but I just think it comes down to questioning the integrity of the sports that we watch. I mean, we know the thing that you got to give to WWH or the wrestling, WWF or whatever it is, is that you know what it is, and it's entertainment. It doesn't, it's wrestling entertainment. It doesn't sell itself as anything else. And every sport that we love, baseball, football, or basketball, has been affected by some type of fiasco. That is, have you questioned the integrity of the game? Yeah. So, I mean, at least you can 
I, you know, hey, sports have, have been changing, and, and everything is in the making right now. This is history in the making with all the things that happen in sports. Hey, maybe uh, steroids is a bigger problem than what America was, uh, was willing to, to discuss. Maybe it's in high schools, and, you know, maybe it's a bad problem. Maybe it's in NFL and, and NBA and, uh, hey. College, hey, no, they, they, there's no telling, you know. Yeah, that's right. Because there is pressure to succeed, no doubt. Hey, well, you know what? Maybe if if – that, if that ref would have been in our next sport, we wouldn't have this problem. And that's NHL, and we have to take our, our hats off to the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. But we know that those hockey players will beat the living dog crap out of somebody, so maybe they would have beat him down. What do you think? Can you believe that? Uh, a place where this, it never rains in California, and you guys got a hockey team that's smashing people and beating them up? That's perfect. Hey, you, you're hey I, know, I know the L.A. people and everybody in California loves it. That's how hockey's supposed to be played. You're supposed to smash people in the mouth and stuff. That's right. Why is that the only format where it's okay? That's right. Because they finding everybody else. Well, that's true. Football, you can't get too physical. Basketball, you can't touch anybody. Bump into a ref on accident if I stumble or something, you know. That's right. So, I mean, you know. Hey, into the... NFL, Indianapolis Colts finally getting over the hump. Peyton Manning finally getting that jinx off of his back. That was fantastic. What do you think about Peyton and the Indianapolis Colts winning the championship? Well, I think that was obviously big, and uh, kudos to him for winning that. Uh, It's just the development and the stages that we take as individuals to accomplish and, and, and to conquer our dreams and our goals. So, you, everybody got to see and witness history in the making as far as somebody attacking their goals. This is a monkey on my back, and I'm about to get this off. Yeah. So he conquered it, and it's beautiful to see. Hey, well, let me ask you this. I got a couple picks for you. I just want you to pick one. We got the athlete of the year. We got Kevin Durant, college hoops, Roger Federer, tennis, LaDainian Tomlinson, football, Barry Bonds, baseball, Tiger for golf, Tom Brady for football, and LeBron James for the NBA. Who do you got, Wizzle? I have Tiger Woods. I knew Tiger it. Woods. I knew that's what he was going to say. <laughs> I mean, Tiger Woods is everything, you guys. Well, I mean, he's, he's a good guy, and he's it's revolutionary. Again, we're watching history in the making with in several different areas of life, and Tiger is one that proves it and personifies that. I mean, the guy is incredible. You watch things that are incredible. He does what you're not supposed to do. Yeah, so, hey. Right. Oh, wow. And, you know... Right now, we want to thank you so much, Wizzle. You always bring such excitement and joy to our um, show every week. We look forward to seeing you and hearing you and you being a part of it. And um, we, will, we will go right into Happy our New Year to you. Happy New thank Year. Thank you. I'm going to go have some chicken and waffles. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much. And um, we, we have three hot topics for you guys. And the first one, it will begin with the writer's strike. And the fact that we saw on CNN late last night about 2 o'clock in the morning, that $151 million has been lost in wages over the strike, over the period of the strike. And the news, they said that that was more than the actual writers was trying to get if they had won the strike. So it's very disappointing to hear that, and I feel so sorry for them. But, you know, when you're talking in hundreds of millions of dollars, then you start wondering and thinking, you know, how bad should you feel? These people have a lot of money that they're already making, and there's so many people that could use just $10, $5. You know, we got homeless people. We got, 
you know, people that need adoption. We got, you know, just so many people that could benefit from that. And it almost comes down to are you guys doing this out of selfish reasons or because you really just can't make it on all this money that you're getting for these shows that you're writing. So, you know, my hat goes off to them. I really wish that they could get it together. But at the same time, I don't know, when I'm hearing $151 million you're losing, I, I got a problem with that. Yeah, that's that's a big number. I will say number two. Our hot topic is, we've got to say this, it's Christmas, no question. And we hope that everyone out there got everything that they wanted. But if you did not know this, that there is always, always next year, and if you be good, Santa will come and visit you, no question. And know this, as long as you got everything, you always got love. And if you give it, that is great, too. That's most definitely the truth. And then finally, the Apple iTouch MP3 player, you guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to share with you a little secret. And nothing against Apple because I love Apple, but I got one for Christmas from my husband, and I started reading the warning labels as I was getting ready to set it up, and now I'm afraid to use it. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. It says that, you know, it can give you permanent hearing loss. Don't keep it close to your body because of the radiation that resonates. And, you know, I have small children and, you know, I, I want to live. I want to be here. So I, I put it back in the box, and I thought, wow, I'm going to have to return it. So if there's anybody out there that has one and you guys, you know, you, you find it to be a good thing to have and you don't, you know, you haven't ran into any of those problems, your doctor hasn't diagnosed you with, you know, you're Martian and you're full of radiation and you shouldn't live amongst humans, please call me. And, you know, that was a joke. And just share that with me because if I don't need to take it back, I won't. Otherwise, it will have to be returned to the store, and I will either donate you know, that money in, in um, to some people that need it or I will buy something else. So um, please call me and let me know because I'm a little bit nervous right now using it with all those warning signs. And I also want to say to you, you can call us right now and join in the conversation by calling 347-215-8305 or join in our chat room. No question, baby. I would like to say this about that is if you wanted me to test it out for you, <laughs> I could probably do that for you at the same time if you, if you needed me to do that. But I think you'll be okay, but check into it, and if not, pass the buck, and maybe I'll handle it for you. Definitely. And um, at this time, this is a segment that we usually save for love and romance, and um, you know we generally talk about that, but I just want to say right now that we got unfortunate news in the last couple of days about my our nephew and he um passed away and it was so sudden and heartbreaking to our family and not just because he was he is no longer with us but because you know he was in he had so much inner pain that he was dealing with that it hurts me that I couldn't um reach out to him and speak to him or talk to him he um took his own life um and it's a very very hard and traumatic experience so I wanted to share that with the listeners if you've had anyone do that um, it's very painful, and I'm very proud of myself for getting through the show to this point, and I'm going to have to hand it over to my husband most of the time because it's very sad. He was like a son to us, and um, I grew up with my nephew, and, you know, I'm finding out now more and more. But I do want to celebrate his life um, and say that, you know, we had good times with him. He was 28 years old, and he just decided he didn't want to live anymore. And so... To all you people out there, anyone that may be listening that feel that way, you can call us, you can email us, you can talk to us, and I will be dedicating the rest of my life to trying to make 
as much difference in someone else's life that I can to help them make the decision to live and to be here. It, it never gets that bad that you can't continue on. And I just feel sorry for my nephew that he didn't feel he wanted to go on, but at the same time, you know, for someone to suffer what he must have been suffering to do that, it, it, it's beyond any any understanding for me, my mother, our family, my husband, you know, the kids, everyone is in deep, deep, deep despair. But at the same time, you have to ask yourself, if this is what he truly wanted, then I want what he wanted. And I will try to lay him to rest with that. And I want to take a 30-second pause right now to um, say a prayer for my nephew. Thank you guys um, for sharing in that with me, and God bless his soul, and we can um, just move right along. Yeah, I would I would have to say, babe, that uh, obviously we call him Gweeky. We loved him to death, and uh, uh, the one of the biggest, I think, things that we're going to always miss about him is the fact that now our daughter Chantel is involved in music, and he was inclined in the music area as far as making music. He was an aspiring rapper, so... Uh, we love you, and, and you truly meant and, and I would like to say that love is so very important, especially with these days and the fact that the world is in more and more despair. We, we are not, I'm going to say this again, we are not weak to spread love because it is much, much needed. The things that we don't say are the things that are so needed at so, so many times in someone's life. And if you don't say it, just lend an ear. Just take the time to try to listen to somebody and hear and actually be present and listen to them and not be listening and thinking about something else because you never know how you can touch someone's life because we never know. We never, never, never know when it's going to be too late. So in 2008, what we're saying is spread love. Please spread love because it. The pain that you feel is is unbearable and it's unexplainable. So I'm going to be strong for my sister who will be arriving in to lay her son to rest this weekend, and we will go on. And I want to say to my husband, I thank him for being there and being my pillar of strength because I couldn't make it through. I couldn't make it through without him. And I thank you guys for listening and tuning in to the show, and we will continue this segment with uh, the love and romance part of it, and um, we'll go on. Because life does go on, and my nephew will be remembered. No question about it. And it's it's um, it's crazy that at this time, uh, uh, my wife, I, I have to say, you're always an example of strength, and not only for me but for our entire family. And I think that that's something that in love and romance is desperately, desperately needed is for people to reach out to one another, especially in a family, because when you look at a situation like the family unit, a lot of times people treat the ones that are closest to them, they treat them the worst. And that is the, it's the total opposite, because you will be at your job and the boss will talk all crazy to you and you, yes sir, no problem, okay, okay. And then you get home 
and you, your wife asks you to do something or your husband asks you to do something and you just bite their head off and act all crazy when it really it should be the opposite. And then maybe the respect that you need that you're getting at home is going to be gained out there so that when you come home, you can act like you got some sense and treat that person that you love, the dearest person to you, the one that truly has your back and is there for you every day. Treat them the way that they know that they should be treated and truly down inside your heart the way that you want to treat them but you may be scared because you think that you're a chump or you think that they're getting over on you love is is bigger and it's it's more about being selfless than being in charge and being the big man if you can be selfless and love your partner and support your partner especially i've learned so much from my wife and obviously the different traumatic experiences and this is one of them that we've been through that our love it surpasses anything that i've ever experienced and I, I hope that she's ever experienced that we're always there for each other and support each other and family is what it's all about that's right and i also want to say and i thank my husband for that and i feel exactly the same and i just want to say that you know you never really know what someone is going through and if you can just ask them are they okay and do they feel better and it brings me back to what we fight for and the causes that we're involved with which is HIV and AIDS and in 2007 that didn't we didn't put that as the top of the list but it's always number one on our list of, of events or things or feelings or something that needs to have attention brought to it is number one and that is the fact that you know we have our foundation it's infinite love foundation HIV and AIDS awareness and with our daughter being involved, you know, we're giving our child, you know, the platform to go out and bring attention, but also we're giving of ourselves. And we want everyone out there, including people with HIV or people that might know someone with it, to know that we care about you. We want you to understand that we're all human beings. We're all one huge, big family. We're all God's children. So we, we also want everybody to understand that even if the person has a life-threatening disease or they've been, you know, a mean person in their life or they've had, you know, jail sentences or whatever it could be, try not to judge them and give them love because they need it too. And, you know, we, we all feel the different pains that other people are going through. When I watch the news and I see what's happening in Iraq, my heart goes out to all those people and the fact that their country is in despair and all the different places that we have all this war and anger and death and violence and all the different things that come with it we really should band together and stop all of the nonsense and really just try to share love i think we'd be a, it'll be a better world for everyone that's here regardless if you are you know infected or if you have cancer or if you have leukemia or whatever it is you're still loved and you don't have to feel like you're alienated or you're different and you know that might be what my nephew might have felt you know because this is a family that strives to reach goals and have things and maybe he felt he wasn't but he just doesn't know that he was everything to us and we were very proud of him it doesn't matter if you're a superstar or just a student it doesn't matter if you're a bum or you're the president we love you just the same so like i said this show to me is dedicated to larry my nephew me and doug's nephew and to you guys out there and to all the people out there that's suffering and going through life-changing problems we're here for you you can call us email us talk to us and we're here for you yeah know that it is definitely oh yes we got a caller hey doug and jackie hi this is betty and i'm calling um to um, let you know my condolence and prayer goes out to you in reference to your nephew. And I know that um, you showed your your nephew so much love 
And once again, my prayers and condolences go out to you both and your Thank family. Thank you very much, Betty. Thank you so we much. We appreciate it tremendously. And Betty, everybody um, has helped me to deal with this a lot of the ways as well as being not just a close friend, but someone I could talk to about the situation that understands and, you know, was able to give me words of encouragement that I've been able to share with our family and, you know, with my husband. And I, I appreciate it. So I can't thank you enough. And, I, you know, I'm hoping that the pain goes away, but it's here and it's strong and it's it's very uh, demanding and it pretty much stops your life. But at the same time, I'm trying to go on because I think that's what he would want. So, um, you know, that's what I'm trying to do. No question. We know that, uh, Larry, that why it shook everybody so much is we know that that wasn't really him, that Larry that we knew was, was outgoing. But that shows you the strength of somebody that they could evidently put on the mask of happiness when they're around you for your benefit and that's selflessness so but you know in in finishing up the segment we want to talk a little bit about love and how important that is and i, I want to say 2007 has been another strong and solid year for me and my marriage and i thank my husband i thank my family our kids everybody that's been there again because it's a lonely world out there when you don't have love so I'm, I'm very honored to say that another year has went by. We've gotten married again on July 8th, mm-hmm. and that was our our 13th wedding. And um, I'm looking forward to 2008's wedding, and we want to put it together with some other couples. And I have so many ideas and plans. I just, you know, I'll talk to Betty more about it, and we'll come up with some great ideas on what we want to do. And maybe I'll surprise my husband coming up this year. We've, we've joked around a bit and talked about different, you know, weddings, but... I think this year I got something really special planned for him. Stay tuned and tune into our show. And as we get closer, I'll, I'll divulge to you guys a little bit more. But, you know, um, I just want to say that love is, is a great thing. And there's a lot of ladies out there that emailed me on MySpace and different places in the last couple weeks. And I know I haven't been able to get back to all of your emails. I've been going through some traumatic stuff and trying to end out the year and helping with my daughter's music career and her charity work and our charity work and all the different things. But I'm there, and I know that you've written, written me, and just stay tuned and stay patient because I am going to get back to each and every one of you, and um, we can go on from there. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll do 2008. Yes, I, I will say that 2008, our theme for that is spread love. If you can do anything, spread that, because if you're spreading anything else, I, it's just not a good thing. But I, I know that in our household and what we're trying to do, and if you ever see us or if you ever hear us talking, that's what you're going to hear us talking about is love. And the more we spread it, I think the better the world's going to be, and it might not take a flame and, and cover the whole world, but it, if you go one at a time, it's better to, to walk and crawl, and, and then finally you get up to running before you know it. So. That's right. And, you know, another thing, the media puts a lot of images out there you guys don't be don't be blinded by it you know that oh you have the perfect life if you're filthy rich and you're thin and you live in hollywood and you're driving fancy cars and living a good life the good life is when you know you're living right you're doing what is expected of you your 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 spirituality is first and foremost in your life you're treating your family kind you're doing all the things that you know you know, you should be doing that. That's the good life. The the other stuff, the material things, it really doesn't even matter because I would give up everything to have all the people that I've loved in my life, my sisters, my brothers, my nephew, everybody, back. So it goes to show you that all of that stuff is a facade. And if you don't follow in the way of, you know, of um, material things and you and you go with the spirituality and the fact that, like my husband said, love is behind it all, 
then you'll stay on track and you'll understand what it really truly means to have a, a very uh, precious and valuable life. Yeah, I would say also that if you if you start the new year out, just start with something simple like watch what you're putting inside your body every day. If that comes from the television, that comes from books, that comes obviously from food and what have you, it's going to make you be in a better mind state to do all the things that my wife just said about love and all those because you're going to be thinking about yourself in a more positive light. That's right. And if you got if you're lucky enough to have a friend like Betty in your life and I call her my angel cuz she met us um sometime over the summer at an event and it was just by fluke but I know God put her in our life then you're you're a blessed person. And if you have a wonderful husband like I have, you're even more blessed. And if you have children, if you have family and the family tries to stick together and stay together, wow, you know, I can't tell you how valuable that can be. And friends, you know, just all of us together, we can change the world if we all start putting just in a little bit of effort. It doesn't take a lot and it doesn't take money. It just takes caring and being concerned and reaching out and stopping the nonsense. There's nothing out there worth taking from someone else. You know, you can you can get it by asking for it or working hard for it. So you know, there was a lot of violent things that happened in 2007. I was reading obituary lines on the news the other day looking for information on what happened to my nephew, and I couldn't believe all the different things that happened from robberies to stabbings to bar fights to killings that was just totally unnecessary. You know, someone stepped on someone else's foot, and they got mad, and the guy walked out of the bar, and the other guy followed him out and shot him seven times and killed him. Mm-hmm. All those kind of things are just unnecessary. If we just think about it and realize what we were put here for and appreciate life. Yeah, and understand. Yeah, life is is bigger than uh, a pair of tennis shoes. Life is bigger than uh, somebody cussing at you. You you learn how to walk away and live to see another day. No question about that. And I'm I'm truly blessed. I'll speak that uh, to have a family and have friends like I have is a is a true blessing. Another year under our belt. Uh, I'm looking forward to 2008 and everything that it has in store from the pleasure to the pain because it all makes it worth it. And uh, I just end 2007 with saying, love you, babe, love you, family, friends. And uh, 2008, we look forward to you and we will see everybody in the new year coming soon. Thank you, guys. Happy New Year and God bless. Happy see New you Year. next Saturday at 5 o'clock.
make this small. 